The cats are screaming. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I don't know how to start things. Bread's in the bathroom. He's just going at it. Bath mat is... He's sniffing and smelling, and he was screaming. He was cleaning his asshole. You know, he's being a cat, and he's doing it really well, and I'm really proud of him, but I'm asking you politely, sir. Sir? Hey, buddy? Bath mat. Not right now. I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll start out with... Um, Whatever. We're trying a thing. Trying uh, a podcast. Trying a podcast. It's been in the works for like three or four months. Yeah, we just haven't known how to go about it. <laughs> yeah. And then last week, all of a sudden, there's... Nope, I think it was this Monday. There was a name. We met home later that night. We designed the logo. We I drew the logo. Well, we both came up. You drew the logo, but we I both, drew it. Yeah, it was really cute. It's Beth, Matt, and Bread. And then we get our stories together. Yeah. Um, so introductions, I guess. Uh, well, first, we've got Bath, Matt, and Bread, because we've already mentioned them, like, four times. Uh, Bath, Matt is the bigger ghost kitty in the logo. Yeah. Bread is the smaller ghost kitty. He's a baby. He's a baby, baby. Um, my name is Malachi. This is where you say your name. I'm Ezra. There you go, babe. <laughs> I thought you were going to say more. No, <laughs> I think it's more, you know, fine if you say your name. That's okay. Um... We, I don't know. I don't know. This podcast is pretty much just going to be anything grotesque. I mean, it will have, like, true crime. There will be some, like, Well, what exactly do we mean by grotesque? Uh, I guess anything that's kind of, like, gross, but not, like, ew, ew gross, but can also be, like, ugh, gross. Like, ugh. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Not necessarily ew, but, like, Jesus. I'm sure there will be some parts that will just be, like, disgusting. Like, ugh, okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense, that makes sense. Like, we'll have some personal, like, spooky or stories. I don't have very many spooky stories. I'm literally telling one of my few today. I've got, like, maybe three. That's it. I mean, hey, that's, I, I feel like the average people usually only have maybe one, if any. Lucky. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty lucky on their part. I grew up with a family ghost, so that's well, pretty fun. I mean, kind of same, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Introductions. Uh, I, um, I'm I'm 27. I'm 27. I'm 27. <laughs> 27. Um, I'm queer. I'm mentally ill. I'm disabled. Um, really big interest in psychology and true crime, mostly. Uh, really into the paranormal though too, uh, but mostly I'm way more into true crime than anything else because of the psychology stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know that. That's that's it for me. Um, I'm kind of I don't do much. I'm twenty four. Um, forgot I forgot. I'm the one who forgets my age all the time. (laughs) You've never forgotten your age. I've been forgetting it a lot lately. Oh, you're getting older. You're kind of old. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm twenty four. I'm queer. Uh, I. You got some mental stuff. You can say it. Okay, so uh, yeah. I, Nobody I, I'm cares. Ill. Uh, I don't know how to introduce myself. So um, I like paranormal and I like bees. So. Everyone likes bees. <laughs> well, yeah. You just said that you're queer and mentally ill. What What makes you think that people aren't going to be like, okay, that's a bee bitch? I also love frogs. Well, yeah, that's a that's a fucking <laughs> yeah. That's just you're all, all the stereotypes, I guess. All right, so what we're gonna do 
is for one episode, one of us will tell a story. We decided that I would go first because I, I, I guess I have more experience in just talking to nothing. Because theater, they, they train you to do that. Just talk and don't expect anything in return. And that's what you're going to get. Oh, well, how was your day? <clears throat> Before I get into anything else. Um. How was your day? It was literally just stitching the same thing. Just working? Just working. Just, just working. I feel that. Okay. How, how, how was your day? Uh, well, it was a mess. Um, at the time that we're recording this, um, the Gabby Petito case is, like, going strong right now. And, uh, I mean, it, everyone knows that that case, it's just, it's a hot mess. Uh, we'll probably in the future cover. have to go over it at some point or another. Yeah. There's probably not much that we can really go over it just yet since it's still... It, there, we don't know. We hardly know anything. Like, we know so much, but we know nothing. Is that that so, point? Yeah. That's the hard thing about, like, following things, like, in real life. The Scott Peterson case. That was a fucking mess. That was a mess. It still is a mess. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with my story. Uh, what we figured we would do for the first two episodes, since they're kind of introduction episodes, is... Just throw out some stuff that's happened to us. Um, my story will be in this episode. Uh, next week we'll do Ezra's story. But my story is about Funny Man Bridge. I'm excited to hear about this one. It's a weird one. It's weird. I feel like I've heard it, like heard about it. Well, I mean, I have heard about it. But I've also heard so much about other paranormal spots that sometimes they all blur together until I start hearing about it again. Well, the fun thing about Bunny Man Bridge is it's not necessarily paranormal. It's more of an urban legend. An urban legend that's uh, most popular around, like, northern part of Virginia, up around D.C., up in Maryland, all that jazz. I've rarely run across anybody else who's known about Bunny Man Bridge. I know about Goatman Bridge. I know about Goatman <laughs> Bridge because of BuzzFeed Unsolved. Um, which was a really good episode, I will say. That was a pretty funny episode. I haven't really ever watched it. Oh, we'll have to watch it one day. Um, depending on how you feel about paranormal stuff, you'll either be pissed or very intrigued. It's real. But. Alright. Uh, Buddy Man Bridge. It's, uh, roughly a 30-year-old legend. Um, well, no. By this point, it's, like, 40 years old. 40. No, Jesus Christ, it's, like, 50 years old. God, I'm old. Um, but it's up in the northern part of Virginia. It's in a town called Clifton in Fairfax County. It's about 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 miles away from D.C. Um, it's Colchester, Colchester Overpass. Yeah. Which is a, uh, one-lane bridge with mm. over top is like a railroad track. Wait, there's so, a railroad track over the bridge? There's a railroad track. The bridge is... The top of the bridge is the railroad track. You drive underneath it. So picture ah. this. It's like a big semicircle. Okay. Not big because it's one lane. It's all brick or concrete, something like that. Oh, okay. For some reason, yeah. I was thinking and it, it is wood. No. Because I, I think of bridges and I think Like spooky bridges. bridges. Yeah, no. It, it's like, it's not. <laughs> um, but it is long. Like the road-wise underneath, it is long for some reason it's not like super super long but it's terrifying to drive through it and all of a sudden there's like a train going up ahead i don't know i was there at like midnight so i don't know there weren't any trains 
I, I have no idea. But um, it is said that at midnight, if you go into the little tunnel and you say his name three times, you know. Bunny man? Bunny man. Bunny man. Bunny man. That a man wearing a bunny suit will appear. He will, um, you know, fuck you up. And the cops will find you hanging from a tree the oh. next morning, you know? Like every other, like, you know, ur- urban tale. Yeah, Bloody Mary, same thing. Why do urban legends mostly end in, like, death? Because what? Why? how would they be scary if they weren't? I mean, you, you have a point. I got a point. But. <laughs> All right, so I did have to do a good bit of research on it because I honestly didn't know, couldn't remember a lot of the backstories. So there's three different backstories, quote-unquote, to how it happened. The first one is the only one I knew. There was a bus transporting some prisoners to a, the way that the article put it, was mental asylum, so a hospital. Uh, the bus crashed, and all except for two of the prisoners were taken back into custody. Oh, I just remembered a little bit about this, mostly in like a story form that I listened to the other day, so I was like... Oh, who'd you listen oh. to it by? It's, um, Haunted Stories. They do. Oh, okay, well, that's that it's, doesn't tell it's me a anything. Po- it's a podcast called Haunted Stories. They take different locations um, and urban legends, and they tell about it, but through stories. Is it on Spotify? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Haunted Stories? Yeah, okay. Haunted Stories on Spotify. On Spotify? Okay. I'll have to listen to that. I should have listened to that for my research, but okay. I ain't know. But, uh, yeah, anyways, um... All but two of the prisoners were, you know, recaptured. And near the bus crash, they found a trail of, like, mutilated rabbit corpses. Uh, yeah. Call PETA. Uh, don't call PETA. They're really shit. Um, and they followed the trail of the rabbit corpses to the bridge where they found one of the missing convicts hanging with a note on him somehow the other convict got a pen and paper uh and it was like don't follow me i'm the bunny man or something along in those lines like you know something just weird and ominous and like you know not great it's not a it's not a fun time I just, every time I hear Bunny Man, I just think of someone in, like, this large, comically pink bunny suit. Like, in those old Easter outfits. We'll kind of get to that. Okay. Eventually. Okay. Eventually. Um, the next story was kind of along the same lines. Um, it was a mental patient, as the article put it, whatever, um, who escaped to avenge the murder of his wife and child. Yeah, understandable. Um, he ate and wore rabbit skins. Well, ate the rabbits, wore the skins, you know. Uh, and he killed any of the kids who, like, came up and tormented him. That's all it said for that story. So I'm assuming, you know, you can find out more from talking to locals, but I, I can't talk to locals. I'm not near there. Yeah. And then the third was, it, it's um, confusing to me because it was literally just... A ghost escaped an asylum. A ghost? Uh, a ghost escaped? Okay, I want to hear more about how, like, it's just a ghost escaped. How does it, how does a ghost escape? 
I don't know, because, you know, residual energies, all that good stuff, they're just supposed to be where they are. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know, a ghost escaped, and he just, now he throws knives and axes at cars, <laughs> which just sounds like a good time, honestly. That's a good afterlife. But uh, all in all, according to the legends, he, the bunny man is responsible, quote-unquote responsible, for around 30 deaths and pretty much any missing pet. Any oh, and all. You're pets. fucking, yeah, right? Your hamster escapes, it's the bunny man, I guess. I don't know. I don't understand it, but whatever, man. But more into the facts that made this become an urban legend. The actual backstories that make this the urban legend that it is. Brett is still screaming. October 9th, 1970. Set the scene. It's literally 1970. Good disco groovy time, man. You know, everyone's a stoner. Can get behind it. Disco balls, flared jeans were good. United States Air Force cadet Robert Bennett, which there's a good few Air Force uh, barrack or barracks, Jesus Christ. Forts. I don't know. I'm trying to remember the term right now, and I can't. I would help you, but I don't know any base. Any. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of Air Force bases up there. Um, United States Air Force cadet Robert Bennett and his fiance pulled over at a like football field. Um, because they were up there visiting his uncle. Likely story. They just pulled over at a football field to visit his uncle who lived across the road. Why not park in his driveway? Whatever. They wanted to get freaky deaky. It's on them. It's not on me. Um, so, yeah, they were just sitting there. They hadn't gotten out of the car yet to visit his uncle. Mm. But, uh, yeah. The passenger window just fucking exploded so they're sitting there and they're scrambling and they're like what the fuck was that what is going on and all of a sudden they just hear somebody call out like you're on private property and i have your tag number that's understandable drive away understandable you're on private property and i have your tag number get the fuck off but also it's a football field it's not private property but uh you're right they did they just were like all right let's go let's let's skedaddle doodle so they did, and as they were driving away, they looked like, I think the fiancé looked down, and she was like, there's a hatchet on the fucking floor. So that's the first instance. The second instance is literally ten days later, October 29th, 1970. A uh, construction security guard named Paul Phillips, PP, uh... <laughs> He was, you know, doing his rounds, doing normal security guard things, and he comes across one of these houses, and there's a guy just standing on one of the unfinished porches just going to fucking town with an axe. And the security guard, PP, he was like, what, what are, hey, buddy, what are you doing? And the man just stops and looks up at him, and he's like, quote, all you people are trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop your head off. So PP's got a good good noggin on his shoulders, and he runs away. So yeah, those are the two yeah. literal... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the two confirmed backstories to what could have started this urban legend. And then there's a newspaper article that kind of... They make play into it where it's like, 
Yeah, all these pets keep going missing, and we just find their, like, eaten remains. These poor pets. These poor pets, but also, like, ew, can can you imagine, like, literally picking up bath mat and just, like... I don't even want to think about it. That's understandable. <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> I was trying to picture it, but I just, I can't. I mean, that's just, it's look just, at him. He's beautiful. There were, you know... It's an urban legend, so we can't, like, trust 100%. But there were about, I can't remember the exact number. It was 54 or 57. It was 50-something different, quote-unquote, encounters with this bunny man that um, three years later, in 1973, this boss babe, Patricia Johnson, got all of those encounters, compiled them into a research paper um patricia johnson she studied at the university of maryland in college park and the research paper is literally just the bunny man and i actually i did try to find it online um i could not it might just be in paper at the college yeah well i mean i don't know but i i tried to find it because i was like i want to know all of these encounters but i couldn't find any of them but um that would have been interesting to read. It really would have been. But even though it's such a small urban legend, it has been a big hit in media. A very big hit. Uh, a big enough hit to where there is literally a trilogy of movies. The first one came out in 2011. No. Yeah. 2011. It's just called Bunny Man simple nice love it love it of course yes um the second one came out in 2014 called bunny man massacre straight to the point again again love it love it with all of my heart and then the third one was in 2017 it's called bunny man vengeance i like that title i like the yeah i like (laughs) like the vengeance better i like vengeance better But it was also featured in 2001 on Fox's TV show, Scariest Places on Earth. I think I know that show. I don't know it at all. And then, uh, most recently, from what I could see, in 2017, it was featured on a Amazon series. No, it was not the most recent. I'm so sorry. But in 2017, it was featured on an Amazon series lore based off of the podcast. I was wondering, because I was, yep. was going to say. And it was used for um, Season 2, Episode 1. But then, most recently, sorry, uh, it didn't give me an exact date. It just said Spring of 2021. It was in a series called... It's a long series title. Okay. Love it, but it's very long. Dark Worlds... Stories of Urban Legends and Folklore. The uh, episode title was The Bunny Man Salvation. Sounds religious. Yeah. Makes me feel like I'm going to have some trauma and be horny for some nuns for some reason. <laughs> but it was uh, <laughs> it's by a teenager. Um, I can't remember his exact age, but he was a teenager. His name is Alex Norcross. Nor Norcross, yeah, Norcross, Norcross. I it could be either. Yeah, but um, there's also a lot of speculation that 
I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, the movie Donnie Darko. I've never seen it. It mm, it's weird. It's it's hard to understand, so I don't like to watch it a lot. No cis white men better come for me in the comments and be like, "Oh, it's very simple." No, it's not. It's not simple. I don't know shit about Frank. We don't know who the fuck Frank is. Shut up. It's not simple. Anyways. Oh, it's okay. it's a mess. Okay. But um in the movie Frank, he's dressed up as like a weird bunny and like a freaky creepy bunny. People speculate that Frank is influenced by the bunny man. Speculation? Who knows? Not me. Donnie Darko sucks ass. There's literally a hat that I want that says Donnie Darko makes no sense because it doesn't. Alright. So there you go. Backstory. Some stuff. All about the bunny man. Interesting. But also, for the long title of the show, the um, it's like the... Einterfeld Poltergeist? I can't remember. It's the first recorded poltergeist activity. Oh my god, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was in 1695, and the title of this pamphlet, which is what it was written as, was so long that it... The the person I um, heard, like, reading it off, it, it took them a good five to ten seconds to read it. Who, do you know who you... It was even Christine from and that's why we should <laughs> Okay, I was making sure. I listened sure. to the I think it's, um, episode today. The Intrafield? It, it might be that. That sounds right to me, but it might not be right. I don't it, know. It, it, it's okay. such a long time. But it's a pamphlet? Yeah, because by, like, in 16 and 5, I guess, it, instead of books, they were called, like, pamphlets. And so this this priest wrote a pamphlet about it. Can I get some haunted pamphlets? Like, I. That'd be cool. That'd that be would cool. Be. I wish we still had those around. Yeah. Instead of here's how you can quit smoking. Here's how you can not be possessed. Thanks. What if we want to be possessed? I don't want to be possessed. They, they make you do some weird <laughs> shit. All right. So, um, on to my personal experience with the Bunny Man Bridge. Um, some of the details are kind of hazy because it, it's 2021 and this happened in 2014. So forgive me if I stutter or anything like that over some of this stuff. Um, this was back when I was still in the military. Okay. Uh, I was stationed down in Fort Eustace, which it's, a. Uh, this is why I was like, there's a lot of Air Force bases. Because Fort Eustis is also a joint base with Fort Langley, which is an Air Force base. Okay. So it's technically Fort Eustis slash Langley Air Force Base. Okay. They said, fuck the Army part of it. It's just going to be labeled Air Force Base. Uh, but that's down in Williamsburg, which is really close to like... It's really close to like Newport News and all that jazz, and you're not going to know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. But it's about um, 150 miles away from Bunny Man Bridge, which was about three and a half hours. So it was like a drive to the beach, for us at least. Uh, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Um, okay. It, yeah, it wasn't too, too far. It was enough for a day trip, which makes the fact that I went there in the middle of the night 
just fucking stupid. But it's whatever. I was young. It doesn't matter. I was literally 20 years old. Um, so, one thing I will say about Bunny Man Bridge is it is in the middle of nowhere. Perfect. Like. Beautiful. It, there was one of those weird churches with one of those small little parking lots that like 10 cars can fit in and that's it. You know, it was like very fucking close to Bunny Man Bridge. Like, it, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. So like the perfect horror movie setup. Pretty oh much. god yes definitely for <laughs> fucking sure uh, okay. it reminded me of my hometown and you've been to my hometown Enotville? i have i have yeah. you've been there it, it reminded me of enotville but just more desecrate if that's the right term yeah i think so yeah, yeah. okay uh. so i went up there with one of my friends because i had heard about it well I read about it. I hadn't heard about it because I didn't fucking talk to people outside the base. I had read about it and I was like, okay, well, that's not like too, too far from me. So at like eight o'clock at fucking night, we set out and we were like, all right, well, you know what? Let's go. Who cares? What's, what's going to happen really? I should have known what was going to happen because I had already had some paranormal experiences. I should have known that something weird was going to happen. So, and I was the only one who could drive. Jesus Christ. It's the curiosity of knowing, knowing the paranormal will happen, but being like, let's It's the go. curiosity of knowing and then also knowing that if we left out and got there at roughly midnight and then immediately drove back, we would have gotten back at like almost four in the morning. And I had to be awake at seven in the morning for a 24-hour shift. And I was like, mm. fuck you. I'm going to do it anyways. I miss being young. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're still young, though. Tell that to my arthritis. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we got there. It was about, it was like almost right on the dot, though. It was, I want to say like 1150 to 1155-ish. So like that when we got time there for spooky well i mean it said you know you uh, go into the tunnel at midnight funky shit happens so we got there i stopped my car like 20 feet from the entrance of that little tunnel and i just sat there and i stared at it and i was like okay that's a lot freakier than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> um and, I mean, we're out in the middle of nowhere. It's a really freaky little tunnel thing. You, like, I had already heard the stories. It just, I was already like, this This is, this is a little funky. I, I don't know about this. No, thanks. So I got out of the car. So did my friend. <laughs> and we just sat there and we stared at it. And we were like, I ain't got the nerve to go into this yet. <laughs> so we got back in the car. We drove through the tunnel. I, I did it dramatically because that's who i am as a person so i drove through it at like two miles an hour and like i said it's a decently long tunnel i won't say like it's long long but it's like 10 or 15 feet you know that's so I, that two miles an hour who at that time felt like it was crawling in there oh god yeah of course we got out the other side and like i couldn't see shit there was like i could not see a single house so i was like okay 
well, where am I going to turn around? So we drove down the road for like a second, and we finally found one house, and we were like, okay, well, I'll use this to turn around. So we turned around. We're facing the tunnel again, and I'm like, all right, it is pretty much almost exactly midnight. I've got to stop. I've got to get out of the car. I've got to go into the tunnel. I've got to. It's the only way it's going to... Yeah, it's the only way I'm going to feel, like, good about myself because I have borderline and all that good stuff, so, like, I've got to do stupid shit. So I get out. My friend gets out, stands beside the car, and me, being me, I'm like, all right, well, I've got to go in. I've got to go into the tunnel. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd be able to do it. I didn't think I was going to be able to, but uh, the closer I got to the tunnel, the more I was like, God, fuck yeah, I'm a badass. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> uh, so I um, I stood like literally on the threshold of the tunnel for a good like 30 seconds, which doesn't seem that long, but when you're sitting there just staring into the abyss, that's a long time. Ugh. So I stand there, I work up the nerve, and I take a step forward, and I'm like, okay, well, that's not that hard. So I go few, I, I, I go a little bit in. I cannot describe to you the way this tunnel felt. It was so fucking loud, but so quiet at the same time. It's that moment where it's so quiet, it just feels, it's deafening. No. Because it's loud, or? No. No? It literally sounded like there were, like, five or six different people around me just whispering into my ear all at the same time and they would not shut the fuck up and I could not get a fuck away from them. Mm. It was fucking weird. Uh, I, I don't, I, that's the only way, I, that's the only way I can think of how to describe it. It was just constant whispering in your ear all around you at the same time. I don't know how I feel about that. It was not a fun time. So I was like, all right. So I literally did not even turn around. I just, backed up out of the tunnel because it was <laughs> you didn't it want was, to turn your back on it it was just like Mm-mm, no i'm good i'm gone i'm good thank you though have a nice day um backed up out of the tunnel and i was like all right so um are you gonna go into the tunnel and my friend wisely said no <laughs> so we got back in the car and uh I was like, fuck, I gotta drive through this tunnel. So I actually, like, booked it through the tunnel. Um, And we started going on about our business, and I felt somebody, like, put their little hand on my shoulder, and I was like, oh, that's sweet. So I looked over at my friend, and they were just sitting there with, like, their hands crossed in their lap, and I was like, oh! No, thank you! It's not sweet! (laughs) And I was like... Oh, no! I was like, okay, well, I mean, that's just my brain being stupid and weird um so i'm just gonna ignore that so kept driving uh and felt somebody like bop my little noggin how rude yeah exactly (laughs) fucking rude as shit but in the moment i was like what the fuck is wrong with you now are you still in the tunnel at this point or no at this point we're out of the tunnel we're still in clifton though okay still in the town So I looked over at my friend and I was like, did you just fucking hit me? And she was like, no. Why would I hit you? You're driving. I'm not going to be a dick. And I'm like, okay. Okay. You're 
you're right, you're right, I'm being stupid, it's fine. So, still driving along, and uh, like five minutes later, I feel it again. Somebody else fucking hit me in the head, just like, bop, right outside the back of my head, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why are you being so So I look at my friend, and I'm like, are you shitting me that you're not doing this? Are you shitting my dick? You're not fucking hitting me. She's like, I'm not hitting you. I'm like, okay, something's fucking weird. So I pull over. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta chill the fuck out. I'm hyped up. I'm like, freaked out. I'm weirded out. And she's like, well, I mean, I guess now that this is happening, I, I guess I should have told you when we pulled up. I thought I saw somebody standing on top of the bridge. Bestie. <laughs> My friend. You're gonna like tell me after we leave. My fucking comrade. You should you should have <laughs> fucking told me, man. Cause now I'm sitting here and I'm freaking out and I'm like, something's fucking touching me and I don't like it. It's invading my bubble. I hope they could hear Bathmat yelling because he's exactly right. I was like, okay, you know what? Whatever, it's fine. We're like 30 minutes into the drive back home. There's three hours still. I've got to get it together. I've got to vibe. I've got to cleanse my energy or what the fuck ever you're supposed to do. I've got to get us back home. I would have told my friend, look, you're going to learn how to drive today. She didn't have a license and it was my car and Virginia cops are assholes. Okay, never mind. I got a speed limit for going seven miles over the speed limit. I got a speed ticket, speeding ticket, whatever. That's... You know, but still, whatever. Fuck cops. Um, anyways, ACAP. Um, um, so yeah, we, like, get back on the road, it just does not cease. Like, every few minutes, somebody's just, like, caressing the back of my head or, like, my shoulders, and I'm like, alright, one, I'm not into this, like, weird fucking shit. I'm not into it. I'm not, I'm not having it. I don't want to fuck a ghost. And so, like, it starts to freak me out, like royally freak me out which is is funny because i don't get freaked out a lot you really don't so bath mat i'm speaking words into this device please we end up i i get freaked out again we have to pull over at this uh fucking like one of those like trucker stops or whatever you know mm-hmm. like a uh 24 7 gas station for truckers to sleep in she goes in. I go in, too, because I'm like, fuck this shit. Um, just wanted to get out of my car. She buys one of those, like, weird rock things that says faith and all that jazz, you know? Yeah. Like. <laughs> Look, if it works at this point. Like, I literally think it said faith. Um, one of the stereotypical ones that you like, find in every Christian household. Yes, 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 yes. Except for it was a palm stone. But yeah, you can yeah. find those too. She buys that for me. We get back in the car. I'm like, okay, let's go. And she's like, no, hold on. She, I'm not meaning to talk shit on any religion. It's just <laughs> hilarious to me. Okay. We get back in the car. She cradles it in her hands. She puts it to her forehead. She bows her head. And she prays over it. To whom she prayed to, I don't know. I do not know. But she was like, here, I got this for you. 
in the most dramatic sense of the words. Thanks, bestie. Yeah, I was like, okay, thank you, cool. And I put it in my shirt pocket. Um, and I started driving home. And fucking believe it or not, I did not feel any fucking thing else on the way home. I said, oh no, it's a faith rock. <laughs> oh no, it's a faith rock. <laughs> Ooh, what are we going to do? We can't pass the faith rock. Everything was cool. Uh, we got back to the barracks and she was like, I don't want to sleep alone. And I was like, all right, all right, we going to get some. It's cool. It's fine. I slept on her fucking floor. I slept on her floor. I had a blanket as a mattress. Oh, we um, that's not comfy. It's not, considering it was like hard tile floor. Oh. Um, and I can't remember what they were, but I had the worst fucking nightmares that night. I feel like if you had stayed longer in the bridge, it wouldn't have ended good. I don't know. I don't think anything would have happened to me, you know, but that's just kind of how I go gotta, about these things. You just got a dick ghost that just kept hitting and caressing your head. If the ghost would have kept with caressing my head, I probably wouldn't have minded. I love a good caressing. Love it. Anyways, um, yeah, we got back at like, it was like 4.30 or 5 in the morning. And thankfully, I had a really fucking cool sergeant on duty the next day. So, like, he called me at 7, and I was like, look, my man, Mendoza, I did not get to fucking sleep until, like, fucking 4 in the morning. I will explain it to you when I come down at noon. And he was like, you know what? That's fine. Okay, that's pretty And I was like, cool, 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 good, 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 good. But yeah, that, um, that is a story of when I went to Bunny Man Bridge. And uh, will I ever go to Bunny Man Bridge again? Yes. Will I square up with Bunny Man next time I go? Yes. Yes. 100%. Next time I go to DC, I'm taking a pitch stop in Clifton. I'm doing it. I will bring my own axe. Let's fucking go. Let's not go at midnight, though. I'll go at I don't care. I will go at midnight. Well, I, I want to see it in the, like, if we go, I want to see it in the daytime first, and then. Oh, you can look up pictures of it in the daytime. It, it, it's not the same as, okay, I'm curious. Yeah, go ahead, look it up. We'll, okay. we'll keep this vibing. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a very odd looking overpass, I will say. Bathmat, please don't chew on the cord. I need that cord. It looked so normal. And then you look at pictures of it at night, and then you see this picture. That's not even nighttime. So imagine that. But nighttime, it is pitch fucking black inside. Yeah. Okay, okay I'm going to look. Bunny Man Bridge. Oh, there it is. At night. Okay. <laughs> no. That picture. I don't yeah. Know. Mm. During the daytime... It looks so peaceful. It looks fine. It literally looks like cottagecore dream. Yeah. But at night? Someone dressed in a bunny suit. And yeah, stood in yeah. Front of um, it. There was something that I did see. Um, I think it was like 92 to 90. No, not 92. Jesus Christ. 72 to like 74. Halloween night. They had to have cops stationed outside the bridge because there was a lot of people coming to the bridge dressed in bunny man suits. 
They're trying to square up the, the they're trying to square up bunny men in their own bunny man suits. I mean I would love for that to be the reality, but they were probably just trying to scare people. You but know? I, yeah. But yeah. yeah, your thoughts, your theories. Um Bunny Man Bridge I it, it doesn't kind of follow along as with like a lot of other like urban legends involving bridges. I like that this one has a twist of it being like just bunny man and for some reason it's got to do with killing rabbits. Well, yeah, this. that's why he's named Bunny Man. I know, but I mean from Goatman Bridge, the Goatman isn't called Goatman for killing a bunch of goats. I like that it's um it definitely has a creep creepy factor to it and the fact that it's like when I think of bunny man i not only think of like the like the comically pink like bunny suit i think of like if you've ever seen photos of the easter bunny oh, it's yeah. from like the 1920s and the 1930s oh, god yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i look at pictures of it i'm just staring at the pictures of bunny man bridge at night i just keep thinking of that coming at me out of the darkness i would absolutely shit myself <laughs> I, I think it's a fascinating story. I think it's a fascinating urban legend. Uh, mm-hmm. Would I go there? Uh, it would take a lot of courage, but okay, yeah, I'll bite. I'll go. <laughs> I'll bite. I'll go, yeah. Uh, maybe not at nighttime the first time, like, if we ever go. Like, I'd rather visit it in the day first, you know, build up some of that courage. Yeah. And then go at night, kind of around midnight. Bring we'll, we'll bring us a faith rock. A faith rock. <laughs> Just specifically, <laughs> I'll find the one gas station that we stopped at because apparently they have magical rocks. Um, I got magical rocks too. Uh, do you want to hear my theories? I didn't even think about the theories. Okay, yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear a theory. My theory is as to why I heard like whispering all around me. It's in the middle of nowhere. It is in the middle of nowhere. You know what happens a lot in the middle of the nowhere? A lot of creature noises. Mm. Crickets chirping, all that jazz. I was in a long tunnel. The sound would carry. The sound will carry and the sound will echo. Oh, so it adds to the creep factor. Yeah, that's more than likely what happened. Um, but, you know, as soon as you hear it all around you, that's not something that you're like, well, it's crickets. You know, mm. you hear it and you're like, this is fucking weird. That's probably all it was. I feel like not knowing it then and just being like terrified and going in there, you wouldn't think about it. Oh god, yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> oh, definitely not. It was fucking terrifying and uh probably um as scared as I have ever been. Yeah, cuz you don't really get you don't get scared often. If anything, I'm the one that gets scared. You get scared for everything. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. But yeah, this one isn't a theory. This is from the po- this is from the the haunted stories podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, when I listened to that episode, they um they did the story. I'm not gonna say too much. Um, yeah, no, you're good. But you said about the bus stop, not the bus stop, but like the bus crashing yeah, after yeah, leaving yeah, yeah, the yeah. asylum. So that is one of the stories. It's that um it's not. I didn't know about the second person. I knew about just the one escaping and having a trail of bunnies and they were hanging from the tree and they made like designs like think of Blair Witch and the things made out of the sticks yeah it was made out of bunnies Uh, 
just hanging up on different spots, and he got the name Bunny Man from wearing a necklace made out of dead baby bunnies. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't, I don't know. I I trailed off on the podcast because I that, just read up a little bit on it. But one of the things I read on like some obscure website, I don't even remember which one because I listened to this episode like a month ago. Um, so like I read up on it sometimes because if a story really interests me, like I'll look up a little bit about it. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, no. I'll but I, on some obscure website, it might have been Reddit. I don't, I don't fucking know. But it was just all about bunnies. He got his the name Bunny Man because he was obsessed not just with bunnies, but with killing them and making shit out of them. Just their bloody bunny bodies. Ew. Ew. <laughs> ew. <laughs> ew. I'm sorry. Bloody bunny bodies. Gross. What the fuck? Okay. Ugh. Ugh. That's enough of that. <laughs> the grotesque part. There you go, friends. <laughs> I don't know. The entire like backstory, regardless of what it is, just seems to be so creepy but sad at the same time. I think that's one of my favorite things about this one, though, too, is like there are so many backstories that just it all just kind of combine it together, and you've got like your perfect urban legend, you know? Yeah, because we've got the quote-unquote crazy person and like the murderous tendencies and like whatever. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, thanks. Uh, I appreciate that you you take pleasure in my my trauma. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. No. I like hearing about experience. Will I wish it on you again? No. Oh, will I put it on me again? Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> but. So like, I guess that's the difference in the two of us. But you know, whatever. Anyways, um. But yeah, this is. That's that. That's that. For me. Our first episode. Yeah. Um, next week we'll get to your personal uh, spooky story. I think you had a yeah. spooky story. I would say it's a doozy, but it's probably just a doozy to me. Ugh. We'll see. Who yeah. knows? Not me. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, if you want to... I don't, I don't think the microphone picked that up, but that sucks that he didn't. Cause I know, so that was a good time. We could, we could end it on that. Be like, good night. No, I gotta plug the fucking socials. Oh. Bath Matt, why couldn't you have oh. screamed at a better time? Uh, anyways, for socials, um, you can find us on Twitter at grotesque tales, which the G is capitalized and so is the t and then you can find us on instagram at grotesque underscore tales underscore podcast that's it for now i'm gonna have to go and try to figure out a way to get this shit edited and uploaded and yeah try to get everything nice as it could be it'll be fun we'll see you next whatever day that we decide to do uploads on i don't i don't even know i think it's gonna be saturdays yeah gonna be saturdays that we we'll see you next fucking saturday for all i know yeah uh so go back peace out have fun uh don't do 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 drugs um don't drop out of school Um, um pet lots of cats and dogs pet lots of cats and dogs and quit your day job
I guess, is my give on this. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. bye. Goodbye.